hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic day. As always, a lot of stories going on today. So this is going to be a uh, it's going to be an interesting show. A lot of stuff happening, as always. And the first thing that I wanted to address and bring up, and I saw this video last night, and I commend the parents for taking an initiative because this needed to be done. However, the whole media is now twisting it and distorting it, as always. If people saw the video in Vail, Arizona, yesterday, there was a school board meeting, okay? And the school board basically has continued to try to do this mask mandate on children as young as five, right? So follow me here. The parents showed up to the school board meeting, and I mean in a big, big collective group, said, no, we're done. Kind of like I told you guys yesterday about the rally that we went to, except these guys showed up to the actual school board meeting. And they went in and said, we're done with the mask mandates. The school board effectively canceled the meeting because it was for the safety of everyone due to COVID, complete and total garbage. So they left. Well, the group then tried to effectively raise their own school board and basically elect their own school board officials there, which the problem is it doesn't have any merit because the individuals that were there originally, the actual school board, were not present. So they tried to do all this stuff, and I mean, I I don't think it's going to go real far, but I have to commend them for actually getting out there and making the school board feel the pressure. This is what has to be done. Now, of course, the mainstream media and Yahoo and MSN, they basically say that dozens of parents rallied to undo mask rules, and the school board effectively canceled the meeting because – They don't want to discuss what actually happened in the video. Parents are sick and tired of what's going on. It's like Dad said yesterday. You start hacking off Mama Bear, you start hacking off a whole group of people that aren't going to put up with this. This has to be a collective grouping together. All of us have to start coming together. What they did in Vail, Arizona yesterday is just the beginning. We need to make these individuals understand that we are not going to tolerate this. Now, granted, it was, it was a uh, it was a, a peaceful protest when they went in there. I mean, nobody was no one was violent or getting you know cussing everybody or acting a fool. They were very aggressive, but they stood their ground and they made their point heard. Even though the school board decided <clears throat> to cancel. The entire meeting, which doesn't surprise me because, remember, these clowns that run this stuff, these hardcore communists, Dad talked about it yesterday, and I've referred to it repeatedly. Most of these communists are pansies. They don't want conflict. They do not like direct confrontation at all. They like to do everything in the shadows, in the darkness, under the refrigerator, like a cockroach. That's what they are. Communists are cockroaches. They don't like to have a direct conflict in most cases. That's why they do this stuff behind the scenes. That's why they get on the school board. That's why they get in the school system. That's why they get in the university levels so they can promote and push their agenda without any significant backlash because 
majority of the time in the school system, in the college universities, people are fairly civil. You don't generally have to worry about getting hit in the face very often. It's not a common occurrence in the school system as far as if you're a teacher or professor. Granted, if you're in an industry like mixed martial arts, you learn that it, getting hit in the face is a regular occurrence because that's what you do is fight for a living. They don't want any of that. They don't want people saying, oh, these are the ones who are doing this. Let's basically throw them out of the school board because effectively, like I said, they tried to basically throw out the school board last night. These parents did. And like, I don't think there's a whole lot of, you know, like I said, a uh, formal resolution to it. But again, they took a stand and they made their voices heard. So I'm very proud of everybody in Arizona that did this. I'm encouraging families all across the country, make your voice heard and get together in big groups and make a stand for what's going on right now. Also, too, in other news, Remember I told you yesterday as well, DHS is now purging insider individuals. Anybody that's nationalist, anybody that's a patriot, anybody that was a Trump supporter, anybody that's basically just a constitutional republic supporter, they're getting rid of them. Now, out of nowhere, federal agents and SWAT teams raided Rudy Giuliani's home and his office last night, seizing computers, cell phones, in a massive escalation of the Justice Department's investigation. They're saying, allegedly, this entire raid and everything they're looking for is because Rudy Giuliani may have had ties to Ukraine that tied back to Donald Trump. Wait, what? Are we going to ignore Biden? Are we going to ignore his son Hunter, who's directly involved with Ukrainian deals while Biden was vice president? We're going to ignore everything that's happening right now? Yeah, that's that's exactly what they're doing. I told you yesterday, they're going to start going for a hardcore purge of all dissidents in the country. I wasn't joking. Look at what they're doing to everybody that simply was there on January 6th. Look at what they've been doing to conservatives all across the country. Now they just basically sent a SWAT team to Rudy Giuliani's house and his office in my opinion, it was primarily all a scare tactic. It was intimidation. The same thing they did to Roger Stone with the 32 FBI SWAT team in full battle rattle showing up at his house down here in Florida at 5 a.m. and gave CNN front row access footage, which is unheard of and completely against department rules during a SWAT raid to give news footage a update and a front row seat to a SWAT raid. Does not happen at all, period. I've asked numerous people in law enforcement. They do not ever do that, period. But they gave CNN front row footage. Why? They wanted to get national coverage to show everybody this is what happens when you speak your mind and you stand your ground, we send 32 FBI agents to your house. The problem with it is, and this is what nobody seems to realize in these globalist government entity swamp rat creatures, there's not that many federal agents. And there's a whole lot of awake Americans that are really starting to realize what's happening right now. They can't hang us all. They can't raid us all. They don't have the manpower. They don't have the force. They don't have the time. So they try to go after individuals here and there, small pockets. This is what everybody has to start understanding. We have to start coming together and unifying, just like they did in Vail, Arizona. Stand your ground. 
to these communist swamp rats that are trying to subvert our culture, our country, and our rights because that is their agenda. We won't tolerate it. That's my stance on that, Dad. What do you think? Well, Lawson, when you see what happens in these school boards, they just need to have a recall election and have these guys taken out and sign enough petitions to have these people just replaced. And I think what's happening is from a local standpoint, people are finally starting to wake up and realize the influence of the communist agenda, even in the local school boards and local county commissions and local cities. And the, out, the reality is it goes right back to what Obama did and, you know, and what Sololinsky said and how you have these rules for radicals and how they come in at the local level and they start doing these, how should I say, rallies and things behind the scenes so people don't know that they're the ones doing it. And it happens all the time. It happens here in Central Florida. It happens everywhere. And once you start digging deeper and deeper and deeper, you start seeing how much internal corruption is even at the base level. And that's why I say to you guys over and over again, this is why Austin and I went to the rally the other day. That's why if you're signed up on ST Bro or Instagram, you'll see the video that we did at the rally, multiple videos, because we want you people, folks to realize, you people, my, my listeners, you guys, uh, by the way, I haven't had a chance to pray for you yet today. I just thought about that. I'll pray for you after the show. But but the crazy thing about it is is that when you start to understand the, the level of just darkness that's involved here, and this is why I talk about the Frankfurt School so much, and people are always saying, why do you bring up history all the time? Because they, they're doing exactly to us, again, what they've done so many times before. They're massively increasing the M1 money supply. They're hyperinflating the currency. They're starting to give subsidies. The Biden wants to know that he wants trillions more. I talked about it yesterday. Talked to, he talked about it last night. And it's all about basically defacing and debasing the United States currency. And it's not Biden doing this. You have to understand, he's a senile old fool is what he is. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's reading a teleprompter where they can geek him up on, geek him up on enough amphetamines. What they're doing is... They're taking over the United States just like they did Russia. They're doing the same thing. That's why you have all of this internal fighting and internal conflicts now going on with the FBI, with the CIA, with the purge of Homeland Security. All of this stuff is happening to prep it for the end when they go in and they say, oh, by the way, we have to round up the dissidents now. And that would be the white people primarily. And, you know, there's a, there's a black professor talking yesterday about how they're going to be gassing and killing white people and bringing them into a room. And they're going to be really nice and talking about having a meeting with them and reconciliation. And they're going to turn the gas on and kill everybody. A college professor. And you're, I'm like, I'm reading this. And I'm going, what in the world? How can that even be possible? Why would people talk about stuff like that? Well, if you listen closely, if you just pay attention to what they tell you. They'll tell you what their intentions are. We've talked about that before on the show. Listen to what they say. Oh, I'm never going to gas you. That means they're planning on gassing you. I'm never going to force you to take vaccines. That means they're going to force you to take vaccines. Oh, we'll never issue a Chinese credit score. That means they're probably already issuing the Chinese credit score. And they're always telling you what they're going to do, but telling you they're not going to do it. And then they turn around like they did with the school board last night over there in Arizona and the CNN folks and Yahoo News and everybody else comes out, you know, you know, white ring militants take over school board, run out the real school board, have a, you know, an impromptu meeting of, and you're basically, they're fascists and they're basically Nazis. Well, because they want to do that. They want to continue to control the narrative. And I talked to somebody, I talked to a man this morning and it's you know, with Operation Mockingbird. He's not with Operation Mockingbird, but he was talking about all of the stuff that's going on in alt media. And I said, 
90% of the alt media, and it's probably higher than that. It's probably closer to 95%, maybe 99% of the alt media, of the big shows. It's all Operation Mockingbird. It's all CIA controlled. That's why you don't hear them talking about what we talk about because they don't want to do that. I mean, it's the darkness. It's the evil that Austin mentioned. There's some scriptures on that. I want to cover that with you real quick. Luke 22:53. While I was with you daily in the temple, you did not lay hands on me. But this hour and the power of darkness are yours. This is when they were coming to arrest Jesus. John 3:19. This is the judgment. The light has come into the world, but men love the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. I quote you that one all the time. Matthew 6:23. But if your eye is bad and your whole body will be full of darkness, then the light that is in you is darkness. And how great is that darkness? Luke 11:34. The eye is the lamp of the body. When your eye is clear, your whole body also is full of light. But when it's bad, your whole body is also full of darkness. Luke 11, 35. Then watch out that the light in you is not darkness. They're trying to warn you. What are you listening to? What are you seeing? What are you thinking about in this? Is Ephesians 5, 11. Do not participate in the unfruitful deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them. Romans thirteen twelve. the night is almost gone, and the day is near. Therefore, let us lay aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. And, what I, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this. There's a whole bunch of them here, and so I'm going I'm to post these to, as a website so you guys can and read through them. And, and the reason here I'm doing this is I want you guys to really you know, be in a situation where you understand what the Scripture says about this. You need to understand that God warned us that people's deeds were going to be dark, that they're going to be hidden that you don't know what they mean. They say things that they don't mean. They do things that they do in darkness, so you don't know about it. It's like this Amazon mess that we had here, this giant Amazon million-square-foot warehouse right down the road from us, a couple of miles. That thing was so – people were charged with corruption in our county for this. These people are so dirty, but yet some of the people that were charged, some of the people that were directly involved in it are still sitting on boards here. And they, they were in the state of Florida actually took one of them off. Charged them with ethics violation, took him off the board, and he was reappointed. And you're like, what the heck? Yeah, because the deeds are dark. This is why so many people get into politics, so they can have insider information, so they can know what to do you know, in the stock market or know what to do with land grabs. Oh, we know there's a giant bullet train coming through, or we know that there's a crosstown highway coming through, and we have this in the planning stages, but nothing's been done yet, so we're going to go buy up all the land in that area so we can make millions of dollars when we go to sell it. Oh, that happens all the time. The deeds are dark. They're dark, 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 and it's sad that you see this even at the local levels. And, you know, and we need to understand something, that people, unless they have Jesus Christ, that they're not going to ever, ever see the light. It's going to, they're always going to walk in darkness. They're always going to walk in ways that are not good. Why? Because they're always thinking about themselves. I talked about selfishness and the selfish nature yesterday. That's what they're going to do. By the way, Biden is calling for a ban on high-capacity magazines that hold 100 rounds. All right, this is ludicrous. Why don't we go ahead and just well, – let's ban the ones that have 100 so we can have 99-round magazines. You see, the, you see the fallacy here? Let's do a 90-round magazine. How about a 95-round magazine because we're going to have 100 rounds. What's the magic number? Here, there's no magic number. He's going to go for a high-capacity magazine that holds more than 10-round ban all over the country. That's his goal. That's, the, that's, the, the, that's the, the fantasy of these guys. They want to make sure that nobody has a gun that you can basically shoot for a little bit without having to you know, reload all of the time. In, in Germany, 
is really, really starting to disappoint me. And I, they have for many, many years now. And my relatives in Germany, some of them are awake, but the vast majority of them are completely and totally asleep. They have been so brainwashed because of what's happened with the media, with anti-World War II rhetoric that their parents and grandparents and great-grandparents were involved with as far as trying to free the world from the clutches of the international banking cartel. And now they've, since they control the media, they come in and just make every single German citizen who's a relative of any of these people from 100 years ago basically a bad guy. German police have now ransacked the home of a judge after he ruled that he said that masks endanger children. Yeah, they, they ransacked a, a judge. Weimar District Court Judge Christian Detmar was subjected to a police search of his home, office, private premises, and car, and his cell phone was confiscated. Detmar delivered the April 8, 2021 decision, yeah, gosh, just a few weeks ago, that two Weimar schools were prohibited from requiring students to wear mouth, nose coverings of any kind in contravention of government COVID policy. The judge agreed with experts that the masks were not useful for viral protection, that the PCR test was flawed, and the symptomatic people play no detectable role in transmission. The judge wrote that children are endangered in their mental, physical, and spiritual well-being by the obligation to wear face masks during school hours and to keep their distance from each other and from other persons. Therefore, the German police ransacked his home. Now, think about that for a second. They went into his house and basically did to him what they did to Roger Stone and ransacked and started seizing everything because he ruled that masks weren't necessary and that they were hurting children. Yeah. Oh, by the way, a microbiologist now is saying that vaccines will decimate the population of the world. Dr. Sucret Baki, an American-trained microbiologist, basically living in Germany, he's better be careful what he says over there, says the COVID-19 pandemic is a fraud because it's based on the case and death statistics that are 99% false. Now, I'm going to stop here and say this. The COVID is real. It has a HR, it's got an HIV and a SARS component attached to it. It's a bioengineered weapon is what it is. The statistics they're giving us is, are false. You've got a product that has over 99% survival rate. They're telling us it's absolutely awful. If you're over the age of 70 or if you're obese or if you have a comorbidity, it'll kill you deader than a rattlesnake. It will kill you. So it's not fake but it is massively being overblown. I'm going to continue with the article. He also says that the mRNA vaccines are not only loaded with poisons, they alter natural immune system in such a way that it would greatly overreact when the victims are exposed later to almost any pathogen, including the common flu. He's right about that. They will be attacked by their own immune system. He's right. The process is known as autoimmune disorder. These attacks are more deadly than the disease itself. He's right. Dr. Bakti begs people not to take the vaccine, especially if they already have taken the first shot. If they do, he says, they will cause a decimation of the world's population. Why do I keep hearing and why do you guys keep hearing and why do we keep reading that same thing over and over and over again, a decimation of the world's population? Yeah, they're trying to tell us, aren't they? They're letting us know what they're fixing to do. Dr. Naomi Wolf, again, hardcore leftist. Wow. Can't believe I'm quoting her again. Explains why vaccine passports equal slavery forever. Author Naomi Wolf warned that vaccine passports use the same platform as the Chinese social credit system. I covered this yesterday and can lead to slavery because it creates a two-tiered society that has the power to shut people out of systems and society. She says that Microsoft, Salesforce, and Oracle have already created the passports. 
the vaccine passport systems that collect data on individuals that not only includes health records, but can link to other functionalities such as PayPal, digital currency, public transportation, and more. There is no privacy because it monitors and maps networks of people. It can read social media posts and stop the centers before they can organize and meet. Think about them. Repeat that. It can read social media posts and stop the centers before they can organize and meet. Vaccine passports may be used to deny jobs, housing, commerce. Once implemented, there's no coming back and no escape. Vaccine passports would destroy capitalism, privacy, and free assembly. Vaccine passports also violate the Americans with Disability Act because it discriminates against people who reject the vaccine. Naomi's Wolf website, I'm not going to give it to you, provides an example of model legislation to stop vaccine passports. Now, I'm going to comment on a couple of things that she said about this. And the reason I'm not, giving, I'm not giving you the website, I'm going to post this on the Health Masters news site. You can get it if you'd like, but I'm not going to promote her because she's so hardcore leftist. Yesterday, my wife was asking me in the car. She said, can you explain how a vaccine passport can basically part of, be part of the social credit score? And I said, yes, I can. Here's how that works. We have three large credit reporting agencies. We have Experian. We have TransUnion. And we have one other one that will come to me in a second, Equifax. And what's interesting about this is these three organizations monitor every single purchase that you make as far as your credit cards. And they monitor every single loan you take out. They monitor if you're late on the loan. They monitor every single purchase that you make. They monitor what your credit card balances are. They know everything about you. That's why I've urged you guys for years to do what's called a credit freeze, F-R-E-E-Z-E, credit freeze. And what that does, that stops the monitoring and that stops them selling your information. The reason they want to know what you buy so they can solicit you via email or via hard letters, you know, the postal service in order to get extra credit cards or they want to solicit you to basically get loans from the bank. It's all part of the marketing plan to make you and to merchandise you. That's what it is. They're selling your information. We've talked about this. Here's how the vaccine passports will work. They will tie directly into your credit score. They will tie directly into this information already about you at Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. And they will create a larger database that will be the vaccine passport. And it will give in that vaccine passport your vaccine history. It will give all of your purchase histories. It will give your credit card information. It will give you all of the information that the authorities need to know about you, whether you're part of a white militia, whether you're part of a militant militia, whether you're a white person, whether you believe in Jesus, whether you believe in anything, it will be in your vaccine passport information. It's a full, basically, exposure of who you are in addition to that what they do and this is what they're going to do at amazon now through whole foods they're testing the palm reader print what they will do is they'll take that palm your palm the first time you go to amazon and you will lay it on top of the palm reader if you want to go ahead and be part of this mark of the beast system and they will read your palm and they will know exactly what your entire palm print is that will be added to your equifax your transunion score and that will be added to your vaccine passport. And then you will link one of these many plethora of credit cards that you have in your TransUnion or your Equifax or wherever you want to use it to your palm print to basically charge people and charge things on your credit card 
Or you can do it with a debit card where they can come in and debit directly out of your bank account so they go to a full digital currency system. The system's already in place. It's already here. Naomi Wolf, I just read you that. It's already been established. It's already been put together. They've been working on this for decades now with these credit reporting agencies. And all they're going to do now is just add the vaccine passport to it with a credit card number that they can process or a debit card number they can process and facial recognition, palm recognition, or whatever else. That's how close we are to the market of the system, guys. And then at that point, anytime they want, they can completely eliminate cash. We can go to a cashless society, walk into the room. They can scan your forehead. Oh, yeah. Or your palm. Oh, yeah. Oh, then it say that that's going to happen with the mark of the beast. It's going to be on your hand or your forearm or your face or your head or yeah, it says something like that, doesn't it? I think it's the forehead and the hand. So here we have a system now that's already in place for the mark of the beast for digital currencies. You know why this stuff has been talked about in the Bible thousands of years ago, why it was written about in the book of Revelation? Because God's omnipresent. He already saw what was going to happen. He already knew this was going to happen. I tell you that all the time. He's omnipresent. He saw what they were going to do beforehand, and he gave this in the book of Revelation to John when he wrote the book. and said, here's what they're going to do. They're going to set you up. Now, have they done it before? Yeah, probably. They probably already did this once in Genesis chapter 6, when every thought of every man was evil all the time. And then, but remember, in Genesis chapter 6, they also did extreme genetic engineering. They were doing all kinds of crazy stuff the fallen angels were. And oh, by the way, the same group that's doing that now, that's the same group, because they were here before and after the flood. It's taken them thousands of years. Now, remember, you have to ask yourself a question. What's the lifespan of these entities? Is it thousands of years? Is it millions of years? Is 5,000 years a long time for them, or is it a drop in the bucket? <laughs> the only reason that Christ came was to save us from this evil one. That's what the Bible says, deliver us from the evil one of the Lord's Prayer, to basically reconcile us with God so we don't have to deal with this mess. But this has been foretold, and this is exactly what they're doing. And they're tying it all together with the third temple when they bring the beast, the man of perdition, out and declare himself God on the temple steps. That's why it blows my mind that Christians everywhere, in churches everywhere, are bringing in rabbis and Kabbalists. And I'm saying very real Kabbalists. When they put that Vulcan hand sign up, like Spock used to do in Star Trek, they spread their fingers apart. That's a curse from the Kabbalah. It's all part of Gematria. And they bring these people into their churches, and they pray over them in other languages and do this Vulcan hand sign, this Kabbalist hand sign. You go, what the heck? Yeah, it all goes right back to the Kabbalah. It goes right back to the Zohar. It goes right back to the Balfour Declaration. It goes right back, taking the Dome of the Rock down, putting the Third Temple there. It all goes back to this. It goes back to Noahide laws. And unless we see it, it's got to be as clear as the nose on your face when you look at it. I had a good friend of mine this morning. He said, well, we can wait for the rapture. And he hasn't been listening to the show very long, and I haven't really gone into the rapture part with him. And I'm like, you know, this rapture theology was brought in in 1850, pushed through Samuel Untermeyer. It's pushed through Darby, pushed through Schofield, and it had never been talked about for the first 1,850 years of Christianity. Yeah, how about that? And suddenly we're supposed to don't worry about this. Don't be concerned about it. It'll never happen to you. You'll be yoked out on the first load, and you stand up in heaven, sit in the heavenly grandstands, and you can applaud and watch all hell break loose. And so we need to try to push and push and push, don't we? It's what they believe. 
to create hell on earth and for the rapture to occur. What kind of sick philosophy and theology is that? I don't want anybody to go to hell. I really don't. Now, there are a lot of people who, gosh, these people who kill these children, these crazy weirdos, they pretty much deserve to go to hell. But guys, you know, wanting people to go to hell and wanting the rapture to start and wanting to be taken off this planet so everybody else can die here, that's a pretty weird philosophy for a Christian, isn't it? Well, that's what they've done, and that's what they've taught in the school systems now. Should I say the Christian school systems and the Christian universities now for over a hundred years, and now we have all of these Christians sitting around, and it doesn't make any difference what Israel does. You have to support them. That's kind of silly, isn't it? It doesn't matter how many Palestinians they kill. It doesn't matter if they bring in the third temple. It doesn't matter if they create the rapture. It doesn't matter if they kill a billion people or five billion or seven billion or eight billion people on the planet. It doesn't matter that one bit that these Kabbalists believe they're the Ba'ani Elohim, sons of the fallen, and they believe that they're a different bloodline and that they want to have everybody killed on the planet. That doesn't make any difference. We've got to say, got to support them, got to give them money, got to get the third temple built. What are you thinking, Christian? I'm a Christian. You're a Christian. Why don't we just say, let's not build a third temple? How about we don't have a mark of the beast system? How about we don't use a hand scanner? How about we say no? How about we continue to take over school board meetings and have recall elections to get these guys out of office so we can fix this mess at a local level? That's the only way we're going to fix it. It's so corrupt from the top down, we'll never go to the top and fix it down. We've got to go from the bottom up. And that's what Salalinsky taught. It's the rules for radicals again. You've got to start at the local level and build it up which is what they've done to us now since the Frankfurt, Frankfurt School came here in 1933 and 34 and started infiltrating our systems. Guys, we've got to take our country back. We can only do it at the local level. Austin, what do you think? That's exactly well said. And the same way that we absolutely hammered the mass mandates last year is the same thing you have to start doing with this vaccine passport down here in Florida, Governor DeSantis has basically um, re-signed another bill that is making it absolutely illegal for a vaccine passport to be implemented in the state of Florida. This is very important because what dad just said about the vaccine passports, he's spot on. And to take it further, I was reading an article yesterday. It was basically um, from Jack Miter, and he was going through the details of the online World Economic Forum meeting at the end of January. You know, pretty much every year, these individuals, pretty much all globalist leaders of countries, just all of them, you know, they're in the club, essentially. And so they get to pick and choose what they want to do to the world for the next year. That's pretty much what it is. And so the World Economic Forum was hosted at the end of January and it was a virtual conference titled the Davos agenda. And you could actually, you could watch it. Now, granted it was unbelievably long. It ran for five days, about 10 to 12 hours each day. And each day had about 29 individual sessions in it. So it's not something the majority of people watched, but it's viewable intentionally because they want people to see what's going on. And what's interesting about it, the president of China who pretty much is, you know, the leader of pretty much the most restrictive communist organization in the entire country, entire, excuse me, entire world, Xi Jinping, he basically said, and I quote, we need a shared future for mankind. This would include strengthening global economic governance, committing to a UN system of world law, 
and supporting the World Health Organization as they build a global community of health and all. Now, he's not just the only one that said similar stuff. There are multiple other people that talked and discussed a UN world law. This is repeated multiple times, which obviously it's very easy to figure out where they're going with this, a United Nations world law. Remember the UN gun ban that started underneath uh, Obama? Wanted to come in and say, hey, listen, the UN will dictate firearm laws in the United States. Now, granted, I don't know how that will ever go down as far as peacefully in the United States. <laughs> I think U.S. is too rebellious, but give it another 20, 30, 40 years. Give it another 40 years of communist indoctrination teaching in the school systems. Give it another 30, 40 years of everybody sitting idly by and refusing to do anything. It's kind of like Dad just said a second ago. The aspect of this teaching of the rapture, I've always had a very difficult time with it. I always have, to be honest with you. And don't someone send me emails. I don't want to read them. I've, I get everybody in the world that wants to give me their opinion about them. This is my opinion. You have your opinion. But my question is this. Why is the rapture now used as an excuse for people to be non-engaging and non-confrontational? And basically non-accountable. I mean that sincerely. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard people go, oh, well, I'm just ready for the rapture. What about this and this and this? Well, let's get involved in this. Well, I don't want to get involved in all that. You know, it's it's over soon. The rapture's coming soon. And I'm like, but what if it doesn't? Are you going to sit on your hands and twiddle your thumbs for the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years until you die? Pretending that maybe some point in time you're going to have this pre-trib rapture and you're just going to disappear and nothing's going to happen to you. It's been used as a tool to castrate the American Christian church. I mean that serial, sincerely, what I'm saying right there. I'm not meaning it sarcastically. It's been used as a tool to dumb down and submit the vast majority of the Christians because then there's no accountability. There's no direct engagement. We don't have to worry about anything. We're all going to get raptured. Nothing's going to happen. We don't have to get involved in anything. It doesn't matter about what happens to our kids because they're going to get raptured with us as well. Everything's going to go hunky-dory. It's a great concept. I love the ideology. It sounds great. But is it actually going to happen? I don't know. There's only one one individual that knows that. Here's my question. Here's my point. Prepare like it's not going to happen. And pray like you want it to happen as far as you want to be protected, you want to be saved. But on the other hand, too, you have to be accountable for what you're doing. I can't stand it when I see pastors that want to lecture me about accountability, want to lecture about Christianity while they stand up at the pulpit. And they're 450 pounds. And they're talking about going out and eating pork ribs after lunch on Sunday. I mean that seriously. I, I will. I have no respect for people like that at all. Because you're talking to me about accountability, and you are a clear glutton. You can't even control your mouth. You've never said no to a Twinkie in your life. No. Live the way you're supposed to live and lead by example and stop telling people to do one thing while you live another way. If you're going to be in that head, if you're going to be a leader of a group, do the best you can. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody screws up. But on the other hand, too, you can't continually do the same thing over and over and over and over again. This is what we're seeing now 
We have to start standing up, like in Vail, Arizona. We got swung last year. We got taken like a sweet duck. We did not know what was happening. Majority of people complied and capitulated. The time for being sweet and nice and capitulating is over. We all know that we've been lied to now, repeatedly lied to. The mask on these children is nothing short of a satanic ideology, a symbolism, in order to get them submissive and controlled. That's all it is. Like the lady said at the rally the other day, kids are not medical workers. They're five and six, seven years old. They're not trained medical workers. They're not around COVID patients. They're not around, they're not in sick wards. They're not in a hospital. They don't know how to handle these masks. They take them off, put them on, eat in them, drink in them, drop them on the floor, leave them in the bathroom, put them back on. It's disgusting. The fact that these school boards are doing what they're doing, the fact that Germany just raided that judge's house shows you it is nothing about safety. It is nothing about a virus, and it is everything about control. And back to the World Economic Forum, they went on, of course, to talk about COVID and talk about the requirements that everybody needs to put together. Then it goes on to say, of course, the climate. They go on to talk about how every single country needs to be net zero emissions by 2050, meaning no cars, as far as no, no diesel trucks, no gas cars, nothing. They want everything to be electric. They want unbelievably expensive electric prices. They want everything to be controlled. 2050 is their agenda on this. And what's interesting too, they talked about a new social contract of economic justice. They said entire sectors need to realign their economic models to social justice priorities. That essentially means you take your company and you capitulate it to the 0.5% that basically want to be cross-dressing perverts and you change everything about your company to make sure you submit to them. And again, it's just like dad said, the rules for radicals. This is all they're doing. Now, one thing that's very interesting, this is what I want to bring up here at the end. Towards the end of it, they talked about the digitization and the digital currency. And this is going to tie right into what dad just said a second ago with the social credit score, with the vaccine passport, and everything they're getting aligned. Dad's exactly right. Your credit score, we, we don't we realize it anymore because we're just grown accustomed to it. It monitors everything. Everything you do financially, it monitors it. It's going to tie in to exactly what they're discussing with the vaccine passport to monitor everything you do. Now, as it goes on to say here, it says nothing short of a total global commitment will suffice to save the planet. The information will be collected and digitized from our lifestyle choices, will be aggregated, analyzed, and used to modify behavior for planetary outcomes. One of the Davos things was smart cities. We talked about this 15, 20 years ago. Smart cities are urban zones that are information ecosystems. Here's emerging possibility that's being discussed. In our smart cities, street-based sensors will talk to smart cars, and payment apps will be notified of your movement, automatically deducting carbon taxes or travel credits from your account. Sound far-fetched? Oh, it's very real, and it's right on the horizon. The overall trajectory is deeper integration with artificial intelligence, central bank digital currencies, universal healthcare networks, smart supply chains, and automation. Through blockchain technology, here you go, 
Remember, I told you guys before, Bitcoin. Well, granted, you, you do what you want with Bitcoin. I know a lot of people made money in Bitcoin, these cryptocurrencies. If you're working the markets, if you're shorting the markets, if you're making money with it, by all means, knock it out. But understand what Bitcoin is going. Understand what it's being put in place for. It's being beta tested. It's being tested in theory and in real life to see what it's going to do. The blockchain technology, the concept that everybody said, oh, it's, it's not going to be involved with the central banks. It's going to be completely independent. It's a complete and total lie. Blockchain technology was built by the CIA. They designed this information to see what they could get in place. And it says right here, through blockchain technologies – Everything will be cataloged and have a potentially numerical assigned asset. Therefore, the life cycle of anything can be theoretically traced from humans to basically products, from raw resources to manufacture to point of consumption. You can be a number in an age of managed harmony. On the last day, U.S. Senator Gildebrand called for accountability regarding right-wing news outlets. More than that, she stressed the need for oversight of social media platforms, holding them accountable for allowing right-wing messages to proliferate. Notice what they've done. Just a couple of years ago, they just said, we're not going to censor anything. Facebook said, we're a free, free speech platform. Now today, you can't even pick your nose on Facebook without getting banned. It happens all the time. People just post a photo. People make a comment. Banned, 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 banned. Now they want to take it a step further. They don't even want right-wing news outlets to even be able to say anything. They want it to be banned. Why do they want it to be banned? Because they hate truth. Remember, as I said earlier, communists, the communist cockroaches do not like direct engagement. They do not want to have a debate with you about covid or about vitamins, or about freedom, or about gun rights. They don't want any of that. They want you to shut up, sit down, be quiet, sit in the corner, and be a good peasant. They don't want to have a direct conflict with you because they always lose. Their ideology is so stupid, it's so far-fetched, and it's so asinine, anybody can argue and win even if you're trying to basically make a small point. It's easy. That's why they don't like to have arguments. That's why you see these kids that have been indoctrinated in the university systems, and they get in these debates with people on, online or they get in debates and videos. People have seen it for. And as soon as they can't win the argument because they have nothing based in facts, what do they do? They just start screaming. They just start screaming and try to be the loud and opposing voice. No facts, no content, no rebuttal. We're just going to scream. Because that's, that's what five-year-olds do. And that's the mentality that we've bred now in this country. Sad as it is, that's why the kids nowadays are so horrific. That's why none of them want to listen. Because we stop raising little Americans. And all we raise now, actually we let the school system raise them, the communist indoctrinated children. That's exactly where they're going with this now. Like Dad said earlier, Biden's talking about trying to ban magazines, of course. They can't get 30 because there's so basically much pushback. Now they want to say 100. Now I'll keep my 100 round beta C mags. Thank you very much. He even went on to make fun of Second Amendment supporters. Said, deers don't wear Kevlar. Um, sorry, bumbling buffoon Biden, but the Second Amendment wasn't about hunting deer. <laughs> Nobody needed the right to go hunt for food for their family. 
after the Revolutionary War. That was a staple of life. You kept farm animals. You went hunting. You brought food home, and you cooked it. That's just what you did. They didn't need a Bill of Rights to make sure they had the ability to go hunting deer. That's what cracks me up to no end when these morons make comments like that, like the Second Amendment's to go deer hunting. They didn't need permission to go food, go get food. <laughs> they made sure they had a Bill of Rights to protect themselves against a tyrannical government because they just got through the Revolutionary War and the Redcoats came in and tried to disarm them repeatedly. And they said, absolutely not. You could not talk back then. You could not have free speech. You could not talk bad about the king or the king's men, period, or the queen's rangers, any of that. You talked about anything. A lot of times, they just hung you. So no, it's treason. You can't, you can't talk about the king like that. We're going to hang you. There was no rule of law with them. It was just full-blown tyranny. You couldn't speak your mind. And then they came and said, well, you got to give up your guns too. Not only are you not allowed to speak your mind, you cannot own weapons. That is why one and two in the Bill of Rights are put right beside each other. They were the two most important fundamental God-given rights that the government was there to protect. Always remember that. The government's not there to tell you what to do. It's there to protect your rights and come together in the event we need to have a unifying issue to stand up like an invading force. Now we just have a complete and total corrupt government. I mean, it's, it's all the way on the bottom. And like that said, this is why we've been so active locally now. you got to get active local. Going to D.C. obviously is not going to be effective. It's a swamp. you got to get local. They're going to do everything they can to ruin the economy here. The next couple months are going to get really interesting. We're seeing inflation now that we've never really witnessed in this generation. Now Biden wants to dump another like $250 billion into free child care and like another 200 something billion into universal pre-K. Wants another $45 billion for nutrition related spending, like another $150 billion for Free community college. Guys, look at what they're doing. This is the last straw of the U.S. dollar. They're, they're milking it for everything it's worth. This is why it costs you eight, nine hundred dollars to build a porch. You guys saw it yesterday. Lots of people reposted that. Eight, nine hundred dollars to build a porch April 2020 in lumber. Currently the same amount of wood to build a porch, a 200 square foot porch is now like thirty six hundred dollars. It's gone up over 300 percent. Why is that? Because it's inflation. Supply and demand is a serious issue right now. There's a huge demand. Ford shares just dropped yesterday. They have now said their quarterly reports, they're going to be down like $2.5 billion in sales. Why? Because they're not producing any trucks right now. They literally have no trucks. They said that next quarter, there's going to be like no truck production at all because they can't get the microchip processors. This was planned from the very beginning. They knew. The bankers knew what they were doing. They knew how to handle this. Now we're seeing a huge issue in the Trans-Pacific shipping. One of the individuals, Naruski Pascu, Vice President of Global Ocean at Freight Ford Flexport, said it's not getting better. It's getting worse. What I'm seeing is unprecedented. We're seeing a tsunami of freight, and the prices to ship the freight 
are on levels we've never seen. He said some of the freight charge now for a container, normally a container would be about eight to nine hundred dollars to ship across Pacific, okay? Upwards of two thousand dollars if it a premium. He said now some places are upwards of six to eight to ten thousand dollars to ship one container. He said he had one client that needed something loaded no later than beginning of May, said he would pay fifteen thousand dollars per container to get it on the boat. $15,000 per container. My friends, do you understand what's about to start happening to product prices all across the country if prices of containers continue to stay at this level to ship them over here? He goes on to say the backlog and restocking demand is at an all-time high, and he said the shipping will probably be difficult through the rest of the year. He said, buckle up. The month of May will be the worst people have ever seen because shippers have to wait in line behind the growing backlog in Asia and the raising prices of shipping. What's going to happen soon is that some exporters and importers won't even be able to get on the boat. For them, it will almost feel like trade is coming to a halt. This is what they're trying to do. So that's why I've encouraged everybody. Stand your ground right now. There's big fights coming ahead of us. And it's time America takes off the mask, speaks our voice, and knuckles up and says, no, not here, not in this city, not in this town. We are not going to accept this. We are going to stand up and live free. There's certain things we can't change that are going to keep happening, like Shipping container costs. That's just something that's going to happen. That's why I encourage people, get prepared. Make sure you have adequate supplies, whether it's ammunition, whether it's food buckets, whether it's meat buckets, whatever you want. Make sure you stock up on it now because it is about to get very squirrely. That's why I told you guys before. You guys need anything, give us a call at Health Masters. We're doing everything we can to keep our prices the same. But we are, I'm already seeing, I'm already getting emails about price increases over the next three to six months. Everything's starting to go up. Raw materials are going up. And we're going to do the best we can to keep our prices as low as we can, even at such high quality, because we have to do everything to take care of our customers and our Health Masters family. So thank you again for the support. Thank you for supporting small local businesses. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. What do you think, Dad? Lawson, I mean, this reminds me so much, and you don't remember this, was the massive price inflation we had back in the 70s with the Arab oil embargo. And we had, you know, fuel prices that were 25 cents a gallon, you know, back then, really cheap. Uh, all of a sudden, they went to 50, 60, 70, double, triple, quadruple, whatever, a dollar. It was crazy. And then you couldn't get it. Then we had supply side issues. We couldn't get the fuel. We had people standing in line for all day to get a tank of gas. And they started limiting how much gas you could buy. We started having gas rationing. Oh, yeah, we saw, I saw all that when I was young. I was like 20 years old, 17 years old, 18 years old. I thought, this is crazy. And then pretty soon we had 18, 19, 20, 25% inflation. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, a house that would have cost you $300 or $400 a month to buy from an inflation standpoint, when you got the mortgage, people were getting mortgages for 18, 20, 24% mortgages for homes. It was insanity. And then they were getting these arms, these adjustable rate mortgages that start you off low. And then within four to five years, it was an impossible to pay mortgage it was crazy and we saw it over and over and over again that was under jimmy carter another globalist and the sad part about it is it, it never seems to end and one more quick thing about the about the vaccine passports and the credit score 
they assign you what's called a beacon score. Now, if you have like an 800 plus beacon score, that's like excellent credit. 700 plus, that's like good credit. 600 to 700, yeah, it's okay. Marginally, you may or may not get bought on a car loan. Below 600, you have a difficult time. And they call you a roach if you're like around 400. That's what the term is in the car industry is a roach, by the way. Just thought I'd mention that. You could also use the German term is called a kiffer. But the reality is this. We got a situation here that, you know, that social credit score is going to be tied to our beacon score. I'm going to say it right now. So you won't be able to get a loan for a decent rate. When they run a credit check on you for housing, you will not be able to rent a house or to buy a house or even to lease a house or get into an apartment. You won't be able to go in and travel. You won't be able to get on a bus. The vaccine passport is the Chinese social credit rating score system combined with our beacon scores. It's all going to be one giant mess. That's why we've got to stay away from all this. We've got to go out and tell the people the truth about this. We have to make sure we do this. Wow. By the way, the Chauvin juror now has said that the reason they voted to put this man in prison for the strangling of the black guy, uh, well, supposed to strangle the black guy, that he was afraid that people were going to be coming to my house if they were not happy with the verdict. An alternative juror on the Derek Chauvin trial told local news that she did not want to go through the rioting and destruction again and was concerned about people coming to her house if they were not happy with the verdict. There have been riots Six miles, six, excuse me, six blocks from her house near Brooklyn Center, and police had to use flash grenades for crowd control for the fading shooting of Dante Wright, who resisted arrest. All jurors were approximately, ultimately ruled in the case were facing similar concerns, especially since the leftist media had published their race. I had got this confused with George Floyd. This was a different one, but this is what they're talking about again. By the way, the Anti-Defamation League, ADL, has called for advertisers to boycott Tucker Carlson after replacement remarks. ADL, yeah, just yeah, 40,000 employees in the U.S., yeah, uh, unbelievably corrupt organization. After Tucker Carlson said the Democrats were deliberately importing immigrants to weaken American voters' power by diluting the vote of the citizens, the ADL called for companies to pull their advertisements from his show because they say his remarks promote the racist white replacement conspiracy theory among white supremacists and anti-Semites who believe that white people are under attack by other ethnic groups. Yeah, that's why they're telling us they need to gas us. Yeah, that's that's kind of weird. And they're telling us they want to gas us, but that's a conspiracy theory now. They're teaching it in the colleges and talking about it. Guys, this is a crazy world. And guys, like I talked about earlier, our deeds have to be in the light. We've got to believe in Jesus Christ. We've got to believe that we have a higher purpose for being here. We've got to believe that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We have to believe this is the day the Lord hath made. Why? Because if we don't, we're going to get caught up in this negativity of all of this. We've got to maintain a positive energy field around us. We have to be bathed by the blood of the Lamb on a daily basis, and we've got to realize that God's got our back, that we can do all things through Christ. That's the attitude we have to maintain, but we have to continue to call out these deeds of darkness. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Crazy show today. Crazy shows all week. Uh, I'll pray for you guys in a little bit. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Austin, finish it up. Yes, and again, we can encourage everybody, please, get the information out there. Forward our show, forward the articles. Thank you for supporting, signing up for our free weekly newsletter. Continue to get the truth out there and let people hear it. People have a right to make their own decision. That's what they're trying to take away. They don't want any opposing opposition at all.
They don't want anybody to say something different. They want everybody to follow exactly what they're told and not have a choice. You always have a choice. I've told you before, just say no. No, I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not taking a shot. No, I'm not putting on a mask. Just leave me alone. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If someone wants to go get a shot, go get a shot. But I'm not going to engage in either one of them. And I absolutely have that right to do so. And so do you. Thank you again for supporting Health Masters. Be sure to check out the product of the week, the Purple Sticks on sale right now for 15% off. Great product, great pre-workout formula. A lot of people love it. Dad's a huge fan of it. Basically take about 30 minutes pre-workout and then run the muscle blast throughout the workout. A great formula on there. And also be sure to vote for what you want to see win next week as product of the week. Thank you again for supporting Health Masters. Keep up the fight. Keep your head held high and keep fighting for what you believe in. I appreciate all of you. This is getting better. We're starting to wake people up and we're starting to come together. This is so important. We continue to keep the momentum right now. So thank you again. If you need anything, give us a call, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.